Baby, oh, baby, oh, mama. <laughs> Welcome back to another week, another episode in the cave, another episode of Critical James Theory. I'm your host, both humble and gracious. Uh, what is this episode? Uh, 13 i think a lucky 13 um we are yet again uh, not in the studio because uh somebody in the uh in the in the studio uh uh, uh group uh got tonsillitis and uh i think that's like a viral thing like an infection thing and i don't uh I don't want to put myself or, you know, in, in any situation to get any infections, especially when it comes to, you know, throat shit. But uh, I do wish the uh, the victim of the tonsillitis the best and a speedy recovery if they haven't already recovered. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm back here in the, uh, in the home, in the home cave, uh, spitting out some more racial fucking dumb shit. Uh, <laughs> um, let's, well, first and foremost, let's do the mature thing here and start with, uh, upcoming dates. Ooh. He's got dates. He's got dates. Um, so my next date, my uh, most current date is July 15th at the uh, Plays and Players Theater. I don't know if it's called the Plays and Players Theater or just Plays and Players um, in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania uh, for a show called No Diggity, which is an improv show based on... Uh, 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 hip hop and R and B from the eighties and nineties, and then the early two thousands. Um, I got that at eight thirty p.m. or eight p.m. Uh, excuse me at uh, Plays and Players Theater. Uh, then at uh, ten o'clock, uh, your boy is your boy is back on the microphone, doing some time at a uh, stand up show. I don't even know what it's called, uh, but uh, I'm on it. And uh, so is uh, uh, the uh, the good the good friend uh, the good brother uh, Marsley from the uh, now defunct <laughs> locking up a black pro wrestling podcast. Uh, will it be forever defunct? Who knows? Um, but we'll both be on that show ten o'clock p.m. at the same theater, plays and players, uh, and then. July Saturday, July sixteenth. Uh, again, all these shows are at Plays and Players in Philadelphia over this weekend, over this July fifteenth through seventeenth weekend. Uh, so I'm doing a show at uh, six p.m. Uh, called Study Hall, an improv show uh, based on the lectures of uh, people way smarter than any of us comedians on stage. Then at eight o'clock, uh, I'm doing uh, an improvised uh, movie called with a, with a group called Not Yet Rated. And then on Sunday, 
and July 17th, I'm doing another improv show with um, the group known as Night Shift, who still to this day is the only uh, longest running and only running uh, all black, brown, beige, non-white improv team and sketch team in the city. So come to see that, too. That's what, 7 o'clock I have on my calendar? It's probably at 8 or 7.30. I usually tend to put my my time a little bit earlier so that I can get there on time and I'm not in a rush because I hate being in a rush before a show. Uh, Yeah, so tickets... Uh, for any of those shows is at xroadscomedy.com alright <sighs> we got that out the way the business um, I don't have a theory this week so much as advice um, <clears throat> for young aspiring entrepreneurs uh, both uh, black uh, brown white uh, and anything in, in between uh, hey, uh, come closer. Yeah, 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 just, just come here. Nobody cares about your clothing brand, okay? Nobody cares. Okay, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to, <laughs> I'm not trying to shit on your dreams. Everybody has dreams, right? And everybody's got to start somewhere. Um, I promise you I'm not being a hater. But, all right. So, uh, I'll give you, like, the backstory At work, before work today, before my day job, sometimes I stop and get a smoothie at the Tropical Smoothie Cafe. I get a peanut butter, uh, peanut butter whey, pro- peanut butter chocolate whey protein smoothie, right? Shit slaps. So, <clears throat> I walk out of the store. Uh, and first of all, this is the only store where I break my rule of uh, if a if a restaurant or a, or, or like a, any place of business starts to remember my name. If I start going there so much that they remember my name, I immediately stop going to that place. I I, I don't like when it's like, oh hey James, here's your order. It's like, hold on, man, don't assume. You I mean you're probably right, but also like don't assume that you know my order don't assume that you know what the fuck i want i don't like that i don't like the assumptions i don't like the familiarity don't do that and then i'm not because i can't say hey don't call me by my first name because you're in charge of my food or whatever the fuck i'm ordering or putting in my mouth and i don't want to be mean to you i don't want to be rude to you because then you could do something to my food and then then where will we be i'm drinking spit for the next you know week and a half two weeks until they get unmad at me right Somebody wipes their straw in their fucking ass crack. I'm drinking I'm drinking butt sludge with my smoothie, right? So I can't say that. So I usually just stop going there. I don't know who I'm punishing. Punishing myself, really. Because usually it's a place that I like that I'm not going to. <laughs> and I think that'll show them. I'll teach them to start getting familiar. I'll take my business elsewhere. <laughs> Oh, there's got to be something deeper in that. Uh, well, yeah, this is the only place where I break that rule. I kind of suck it up when they say, oh, hey, James, and they already know make my order. Like, I suck it up because the smoothies slap, and I'm trying not to eat 
uh, unhealthy these days. So I suck it up. Your boy sucks it up. All right. Um, so I get my smoothie. I'm walking outside. I have sunglasses on, right? Mind you, I have sunglasses on. I'm not looking in any particular direction. I'm actually looking to the ground because, you know, I don't want to talk to anybody. Um, and I, out, out of the distance, and I saw these guys on my way, like parking, and I saw these guys. I'm like, oh, fuck, here they go. You know, there was a couple, a couple guys with their trunk open in their SUV, and you know they got, they're like chasing down people in the in the in the uh, parking lot, trying to like, hey, you want to check out my clothing brand? Hey, I got shirts, I got shirts. You want to check it out? And I'm like, fuck, I hate these guys. And they all and and they all also have like, uh, <laughs> they also have like bootleg fragrances. Of course, they have bootleg fragrances. Why wouldn't they, right? So, so I'm not even looking at these guys. I'm almost to my car, and I hear, "Hey, big guy." Hey, hey, big guy. I know it's me. I've been a big guy my whole life. And when you're a big guy your whole life, you're very self-aware about when there's other big guys around. Because there's a big guy camaraderie. You can acknowledge another big guy in your space. And you can also know, you also know when... There isn't another big guy. You also know when you're the only big guy in the space. And in this instance, I knew I was the only big guy in the space because there's only a bank, a GameStop, and a healthy smoothie place. And the GameStop was closed. So I'm the only big guy there, right? A big man. A big man. Big guy. I didn't answer. I kept walking, hoping that he would get the hint. And then he hits me with this. I fucking hate this. Then he hits me with the AOG. OG. In this instance, I'm OG. Okay. First of all, no one likes to be called OG. Because you know what OG means? OG is acknowledging that you're an old motherfucker. Right? Which is fucking rude because I'm not an old motherfucker. I've got, your boy's got some gray in his beard. Okay. But don't call me OG. OG is like you 50, 60, 70. That's that's OG shit. Like you've seen some shit. You've been, you know, you've been married a couple times. Like. Nigga, stop. I'm not OG, all right? That's not a good way to fucking get somebody in, to come over and talk to you, is immediately calling them old. Hey, OG, you want to come check out my clothing brand? I got these shirts. First of all, you're terrible at marketing. I got these shirts. First of all, they're not even on display. They're already folded up in plastic. I don't know what it looks like. It's probably ill-fitting. It's probably on a Gildan t-shirt. And it's fine. Everybody's got to start somewhere. But hassling people and yelling at them in a parking lot is not the move, man. It's not the move. Especially now. You don't need to. 
You don't need to. There's other ways to do that shit. You could just do it on Instagram. You know? You could go to, like, some sort of... uh, Usually, like, these old malls now. Like, since no one goes to the mall anymore, they've got... uh, They'll rent out space and have, like, a a fair for all, like, these um, small business fairs and stuff like that where you can, you know, get some food, some, some, some small business, uh, catering and stuff like that. And you can set up shop there. Like, why don't you, like people are going there to look for specifically like that. No one's going to the smoothie store and is thinking, you know what? I wish I had another shirt. I wish somebody sold me an ill-fitting Gildan shirt that's screen printed with some goofy logo on it. No one. I said, no, respectfully. I was like, nah, you know, I'm all right. I, I got to get to work, man, but I appreciate you. I, I have a good day. I wish you I wish you well. I wish you luck. That's what I said, because I'm not disrespectful. Your boy's respectful. Then he hits me with the most bullshit black dude line. Oh, I'm trying to get like you. You don't know me. You, <laughs> you don't fucking know me. You don't know me, so how are you going to get like me? I could be an axe murderer. You trying to say you trying to be an axe murderer? Is that what you're trying to do? Is that what you're trying to say? I could be some shitty senator's kid, you know, or some shitty governor's kid. You know what I mean? I could be pro... (laughs) I could be (laughs) pro-life. Right? That's the bad one, right? I could be pro-life. I could have a pro-life t-shirt on under my other t-shirt. You know what I mean? And y'all, I'm trying to get like you. Fucking hate that shit. Don't do that. Like, we've already ended. I've already exposed my disinterest. And end the dialogue. I'm trying to get like you, OG. Meanwhile, I'm getting inside of a, a Nissan. <laughs> going, going to my 9 to 5. You trying to get like me? Okay. Doesn't seem like it. It's just advice. There's no theory there. It's just some advice. Don't be that guy. What else have I been doing? I fucking went against every good thing inside of my brain and went to Costco because um, I, I saw this thing circulating online where the Costco has these uh, sneaker boxes, these uh, plastic clear sneaker boxes that they look really dope and they can like really help me organize my room and my, my sneakers in a, in a way that's presentable instead of just having, you know, boxes stacked to the ceiling. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to Costco. I'm going to go get a membership and I'm going to go get these boxes and see... You know, maybe I'll do some shopping, yada, 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 right? (laughs) So I get there, and when you get there, you got to go join. You got to pay to join. So you got to go to the front desk, and you got to listen to this guy's 15-minute spiel about the different types of memberships. So I'm not an asshole, so I let him do his 15 minutes. And I say, just give me the basic one, okay? And I immediately fucking hates that I did that. Because <laughs> after all that, because like I'm not going to just stand there and look at him dead-eyed. I'm going to act interested. So he thinks that I'm, you know, because I'm acting interested that I'm going to get the expensive one. No, I'm not. Uh, sorry. 
So it comes time to sign up. You got to give him your debit card. And he's like, okay, I need an email address. And I'm like, oh, great. 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 Now I got to give somebody an email address that uh, I'm never going to check because I don't want you emailing me shit. So I said, um, ah, I'll use this email address, the junk email address. Now, the junk email address is an email address that if C. Smith were here, he would corroborate uh, the this address because this is an email address we had set up years ago when we all lived in the same house and we had sort of a makeshift uh, video production studio going on. And uh, we, we, at the time, set up a mock company name called Slam Pig Productions. <laughs> uh, Slam Pig Productions, right? Let me see if there's something online. Slam pig definition, right? <laughs> Slam pig. Keep in mind, this was 2013, 2014. It was a different time, okay? So a slam, <laughs> a slam pig is a, uh, a woman who engages in promiscuous sexual intercourse, usually characterized by finding great pleasure in being fucked roughly or slammed. This is from Urban Dictionary. Uh, dude, she was such a slam pig, but I needed to get laid. That's the example in a sentence from 2005. So this is an age old reference that we've since worked out of our decorum, out of our decorum, out of our vocabulary, but you know, it's, it's fucking funny, right? <laughs> the reference to the word pig is a term that is often mistaken as meaning that the woman is overweight, but it actually refers to the gluttonous nature in which she engages in sex and often hints at her eagerness to swallow seminal fluid. <laughs> so we, we created Slam Pig Productions and uh, <laughs> the email address that we had for that had the word Slam Pig. I'm not going to say it because I don't you know, want to put it out there because it's a junk email. Um that I taken over when it, everyone moved, went on their separate ways and forgot about that email address. I just changed the password and designated that to uh, the junk email. And also like the email where all of my, uh, the only fans updates come to the ones, the only fans subscriptions that I have, they all just go there. Right. So it's a bunch of like, just smut. Um, <laughs> so I didn't want to say slam pig at gmail.com out loud in front of everybody right so i handed him the phone and i said here it's the one at the top and he i looked at his face when he read it and his eyes got kind of like oh boy <laughs> oh boy <laughs> and like you know because i know people are nosy i would do it too i'm gonna look at what the emails are and i guarantee you he saw some of the only fans subscriptions in there I was like, oh, golly, I know what that is. Oh, mama said I shouldn't look at these. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, here, I'll give you an example. Uh, 
Cream Queen changed her subscription price. <laughs> As an example of one of the emails that he probably saw. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I got a real, I got a real kick out of that shit. Um, it's the little things, you know. Man, Costco's a weird place, man. You know those people at like the, the, the uh, those old people at the exit, they have to like check receipts and they have like this magical sharpie where they look at your receipt and, and they count your items and they check it off and say you can leave now. That is the most bullshit job ever. And I'm not saying that they shouldn't work because they're old. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it's the most bullshit job. That shit fucking stinks. What are you even what are you even doing? You're not doing anything. You're just faking like you're counting all the things in my cart and then holding up the line so that I can leave. Like so so I can't leave. If I'm ever if I'm if I'm that old and that and I and I ever am at that a job like that where I'm checking receipts at Costco, I'm gonna shit my pants right there. And then I'm gonna walk into traffic because life's over. And I am back. That was a hell of a time jump. It might seem like because of the uh, the interstitial music that this was uh, maybe five minutes at most, maybe the longest, however long the music was. But no, this is in fact an hour later because I needed to take a shower after that shit. <laughs> That's where I'm at. That's real nigga shit right there. Um, because sometimes, sometimes the bidet's not enough. <laughs> oh, man. Last week I asked if uh, anybody has a BET Plus account that I could borrow to watch the Martin reunion. But your boy... Watched it without an account, baby. Insert applause. <laughs> it's the power of the internet. It's the power of torrenting. Even though I like, I didn't do that. <laughs> it was good. It wasn't as good as the Fresh Prince reunion. Uh which is weird because I definitely uh, liked Martin better than the Fresh Prince, but the Fresh Prince reunion was better produced. Weird. BT seemed like they did the bare minimum. Like the motherfucker that hosted it, what's his name? Uh, Afion Crockett. Funny motherfucker, but the hosting was terrible. Oh, uh, so what? So what was it like? What made you hire Bruh Man? What made you hire Reginald uh, Ballard? 
for Brahman. What what made you hire Tracy Morgan as Hustle Man? Where did you get your inspiration for Jerome? It's dumb shit like that. The whole show. It was kind of like watching like Chris Farley, that Chris Farley sketch from like the uh, 90s. Where he's like, oh, you remember when Dragonfly Jones was about to fight Kenji in front of the ATM machine? Yeah, that was awesome. But I mean, you know, uh, hooray for nostalgia. Um, they did give Tommy a good like send off for like a lightweight funeral, which was dope. Um, they had. Uh, I was a little disappointed that Tracy Morgan didn't show up in the studio. They did, uh, you know, via satellite, which was cool. But I really wish he would have showed up as Hustle Man. I wonder if he thought, like, maybe he was too good. Not too good, but he's, like, you know, too far in his career to regress and do uh, Hustle Man. I never understood that. If I don't even know if that's the case, but if that is the case, I don't understand that. Because, like, that's a it's a character that, you, that puts you on the map. You know what I mean? It's not regressing. It's just, like, doing a bit that we all love. Doing a character that we all love. You know, Tommy Davidson showed up and did his whole Varnell Hill thing, and we loved it. And we think no less of Tommy Davidson. He's still a fucking icon, but, you know, stars will star. Um, Oh, and at the end, spoilers, uh, they did uh, bring out Nipsey, and... I love Nipsey. Nipsey was always one of my favorite low-key characters on the show. <laughs> you remember when they were playing basketball? They were playing basketball against the uh, W. Uh, the the uh, women's Olympic team. It was like Lisa Leslie, the Rebecca Lobo, uh, Dawn Staley, and somebody else. One more person. I don't remember. Cheryl Soups, maybe? Or... Uh, nah, I forget. Because she had a One of them had a line... Where she like, she was like, "What you hiding? You hiding the basketball under your shirt, baby?" Because Nipsey's fat. It was very nineties, very nineties joke. But I remember Nipsey was they passed the ball to Nipsey, like you know they checked the ball, and Nipsey had the had the ball, and he immediately shoots a brick. He just hits hits the hits the backboard, no rim. And Martin immediately calls a timeout. And he said, this ain't hot wings, Nip. You got to pass them. You got to pass the ball. <laughs> that line will never not be funny for me. <laughs> and it turns out, like, the guy that played Nipsey was just, like, a guy that was uh, a friend of Martin's that he had flown out to, like, just hang out. And we're like, oh, we need a guy to play. We, we The writers were like, we need this guy. We, I mean, we need this. We had made this facility for like the group to meet this bar, you know, uh, as like a you know a place for the group to meet in in episodes, and uh, we need somebody to run the bar. Do you know anybody? Is like, what about Sean? Sean, I guess is Nipsey's real first name, and he'd never acted before. And he was like, "Yeah, I'll do it." 
fucking love that dude man that's what you're supposed to do too that is exactly how it's supposed to do like when you get on and you have your shot you're supposed to put on your people man no matter if they're good at it or not they'll get good at it you know and then they can do with it what they want or you know eventually do nothing with that or it's not up it's up to them it's not up to you but it's up to you to put them in that position because i don't like it's the it's the right thing to do you know A lot of my boys are uh, doing Philly's Funniest this uh, this month and then in June, July. And I don't know how long it goes, but uh, there's a lot of people in comics in Philly that do Philly's Funniest competition. I enjoy going as a spectator, even though I am a comedian. I do enjoy being a civilian at those shows more so than performing at those shows. And I was thinking about why that is. Like, I don't... This is going to sound arrogant, right? And I don't want it to come off of that because there are plenty of comedians in the city that are way better than me, objectively, right? And I'm not faulting anybody, but damn, like, I don't need it, (laughs) you know? I don't need... I don't need that win, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I had to think long and hard about what I want out of comedy going forward. And sure, would it be nice to be like, oh, hey, I sold out this theater. Oh, I'm, you know, doing this show at the... What is that, a fucking spaceship taking off outside? Jesus Christ. Um... Yeah, I don't. I don't necessarily know that I'm the comic that's like, yeah, I, I sold out Dodger Stadium. You know, I did an hour and a half at Dodger Stadium. I, I don't fucking. I don't know that I need that. You know what I mean? And I feel like if you, I feel like that's a totally valid thing for people to want. Or like, you know, like, oh, I sold out this theater and I'm selling out theaters and blah, blah, blah. Would that be nice? Yeah, but I don't know that that's my, you know, end game, you know? There's there's plenty of other things in comedy that I would like to do. And then I would also like to, you know, do stand-up when I'm not doing those things. Like show running and writing, you know? and creating shows that's that's the shit that i want to do and uh shit I'm, I'm making steps towards in my own ways and then like you know then i get to do comedy at night to like kind of blow off steam that's that's what i like and you know if i do if i get to the point where i'm like hey you know i'm selling out i can sell out a theater great but i'm not gonna hang i'm not gonna live and die by that to be honest you know, I think that's like icing on the cake. And I don't fault anybody for wanting that. They should. They, if you want that, go f- fucking go for it. You should. And I think if you want Philly's Funniest to be like your starting point to getting that feeling, go for it. I don't know, man. I And I guess I see it, too. Like, you're, you're like, oh, people at the club will see me and maybe I'll get some work there. And I, I could totally see that. I don't know, man. It's something about me and validation. And it's like, 
The validation, I'm not saying I don't need validation. I just don't need that validation from those people. You know, I don't I don't know what that says about me, but my validation is elsewhere. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't want to, I probably the more I talk, the more I'll probably fucking put my foot in my mouth or something, but, uh, I go and support all my friends that are going, well, when I can, I think, uh, the night I'm going tomorrow night, uh, which is a Wednesday night, so I know three of my friends are performing that night, and I don't even need to hear them to know who I'm voting for. <laughs> because that's how Philly's funniest works, which is I think part and parcel why I don't, why I'm not interested in it too. Because I've seen many of my friends who are advancing now, but I, like earlier on, I've seen them and many other people just get outvoted those uh, first rounds because, or even in the later rounds, uh, they get outvoted because someone pack the house somebody has more friends somebody has more co-workers and that's always a little that's always a little I'm, I'm bummed out half the time as it is I'm depressed as it is half the time I don't need I don't need to add that one to it like oh man my set was the dopest of the night but fucking you know slappy shabazz brought 38 people you know what I'm saying I don't need that. I don't need that level of depression. I can. I already got enough. <laughs> oh man, what else? This is like the, this. This arguably this last half of these episodes are my favorite part because I'm just not not filling time, but I'm like talking about shit that is very. There's no. It's non. There's non sequiturs. Like there's nothing. There's no smooth transitions. It's just me talking about shit that's popping up in my head. And uh, throughout today, I've heard somebody on an Instagram story singing Bohemian Rhapsody. And I got to thinking to myself, Bohemian Rhapsody never slapped. It never slapped. And I really, I'm really going to need theater kids and adult theater kids to stop pretending that it does. All right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not a good song. It's not a good song. Right. Like never once, never, never once. And I thought about this. Never once had I voluntarily listened to Bohemian Rhapsody in my lifetime. Never, never once had I said, had I looked at my phone you know, in the, in the Apple Music Spotify era, have I looked at my CD case in that the CD case era, uh, or if I, you know, in the CD burning era, or even the little bit of a window of cassette era that I was around for? Never once did I say, "Yo, you know what I really want to listen to? Put on that Bohemian Rhapsody." Never, not once. And never once has it been on, and I didn't roll my eyes. Never once. Every time that it's been put on or I've been forced to listen to it because I was around a bunch of motherfuckers who were like theater kids or something like that or like, you know, music dorks. 
I've never not rolled my eyes as soon as I hear those fucking first notes. That shit fucking stinks. Here, I'm going to look at the Bohemian Rhapsody lyrics. Queen. Is this real life? Is this just fantasy? Caught in a landslide, no escape from reality. Open your eyes, look up to the skies and see. I'm just a poor boy. I need no sympathy. Mama, I just killed a man. Put a gun against his head, pulled my trigger, now he's dead. Mama, life had just begun, but now I've gone and thrown it all away. Mama, this is my favorite worst part. Ooh. <laughs> Mama. Ooh. Fucking fuck that note. I see a little silhouette of a man, Scaramouche, Scaramouche, will you do the Fandango? Shut the fuck up. Who the fuck says Scaramouche? I just looked up what it was. It's a stock clown character in the 16th century Commedia dell'arte. Who the fuck knows that? Scaramouche, Scaramouche, will you do the bum bum Galileo, Galileo, Galileo. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. What is the hidden message behind Bohemian Rhapsody? Shut up. Yeah. Somebody's asked, why is Bohemian Rhapsody so famous? Yeah. I have no idea. I guess it resonates. The whole reason that song is popular is because Freddie Mercury had a personality. If Freddie Mercury didn't have a personality, if Freddie Mercury wasn't dead because of AIDS and had an er and was like an early gay figure with a personality, that shit would have flopped. Cause it's not a good song, and you can quote me on that. Twenty years from now, ten years from now, five years from now, James on the episode thirteen of your podcast, you said that yes, I did. That song stinks. Fuck that song. And it doesn't stink in the way that, you know, uh, uh, they reminisce over you or you're a shining star or uh, September. Like, those songs are good songs, but they've been overplayed so much that I just don't want to hear them anymore. Bohemian Rhapsody, I just don't want to hear anymore. This is the shit that I think about. This is this other people are out having kids and building families. This is the shit that I think about. <laughs> ah. Anyway, go to xroadscomedy.com. Uh the weekend of July 15th, 16th and 17th at the Plays and Players Theater. I'll be at 95% of the shows on that 
on that uh on, on that weekend <sighs> that's it for me it's like it's like 11 30 p.m and i drank a monster about three hours ago why did i do that <sighs> i have no idea But thanks for listening. Yo, I got a boost in listeners uh, last week. Who the hell are you people? Thank you for listening, whoever you are. You know, I, you know, typically I average, and this is probably boring, but typically I average like one or two listeners per episode. Like, I don't, but you know, my first two episodes shot up in numbers. The last episode, 12 shot up i was like who are you people but thank you for listening if you if you're listening to this one hopefully you didn't you know hopefully you didn't run after that one (laughs) you know wherever you are illinois alabama delaware virginia pennsylvania all those demographics thanks for listening no idea who these people are uh but thanks and if you hear this if you've gotten this far like uh leave a leave a leave some stars leave like a five star review on apple music or and write something nice there and let me know who you are maybe your friends comedy friends that have moved away from philly and you're like oh there's james doing a thing let me know you're there uh or if you're just regular people then do that too um or if you listen to it on some other weird platform that doesn't allow you to fucking you know write reviews or rate uh Keep listening, I guess. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah. And like, oh, according to the analytics, they're all male, which is, I'm not surprised. But uh, hopefully some ladies will listen to this episode. I, or, I don't know. I don't see why they would. I just told 20 minutes ago, I just told everyone that I had to take a shower after I shitted. I don't know, guy. Whatever, yo. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go brush my teeth and go to bed because I'm not in a recording studio. Uh, you guys, you guys take care of each other and love each other and just be good. And uh, hopefully, we can get this uh, and support. With support, support. You know, women and niggas with uteruses and shit. They're going through it right now with the, with the, with with Supreme Court overturning Roe versus Wade. So like, whatever you got to do to be an ally and support, do that. All right. If that means getting a vasectomy, do that. If that means being sterilized, do that. If it means something else, do that. I don't know. I don't know what it means, but just be helpful. All right. I'm babbling. Goodbye. Fuck. And on behalf of myself and C. Smith, it's the Critical James Theory Podcast. Be out of here.
All right, three, two, one. Don't put that in there, but three, two, one.